Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. Last week, sprinting behind a UPS truck after a missed package delivery, I stopped after about 80 yards. I coughed and caught my breath. The driver turned a corner and was off to their next home. Meanwhile, my lungs burned a little fire behind my ribs, and my legs ached right to the bone. I longed for the speed and stamina of my youth back when it seemed I could have trailed that truck for at least another 20 blocks and caught up with it, possessing boundless energy and strength. But still, and this is going to sound counterintuitive, I love my aging body. More than books and school learning, my body was how I came to know the world around me, through movement, like dancing and playing sports. I treasured my body, the way Toni Morrison's character Baby Shug instructs in that famous scene in her novel Beloved. She urges the enslaved peoples to love their flesh, love their limbs, love their hands and their mouths, because, quote, yonder they do not love, they despise it, they don't love your eyes. I love my aging body because it is a living record of my growth. It holds all the history of my feelings and perceptions. When I hear music and begin to unselfconsciously dance, that's my body calibrating once again, tuning. Do I wish to return my body to its former state? Yes, I guess I do, which is why I bike and walk frequently to bring me closer. But ultimately, I love my body against all the messages from outside that I should not. It's the only body I have to love. Today's poem is brilliant for how it captures the spirit and inner life of a young woman. I feel the strength and ferocity of her being as she sets out on this process of aging. Even more, as the father of a daughter, I treasure here what Maya Angelou called the inner mystery that will serve as a force against all that attempts to diminish her light. Hotter Than July by Damaris B. Hill. You sit on two clouds of bees Honey storms in place of your hips. Your waist is an underripe watermelon, a tense and tight drum. You carry daisies for breasts with dandelion eyes. Summer is skipping away. Every radio humming static. Electric is July. Hotter than we remember, 
which is why you pray for her return, carrying sweet onions in the hot grease of your armpits, salt and soda crackers in the creases of your neck. July is the 7-11 of your childhood, fluorescent. Your jelly sandals are neon. Your panties, washboard and starch white, snapping hand game rhythms with your belly button. The driveway is your playground littered with Christie dolls and courtless curlers. In the attic, you play with your vanity. You pretend it is a crib. You skip circles around a stool, sit on the top of it, blue magic hair goo on the back of wrists. You pick out a face mirror. You blow on it to reveal the musings of your mustache. You karate kick an ankle into the air. Flash freeze. There. You tiptoe balance between chip toenail polish and your need for October. Middle school is a distant dinner guest. It is July, and you are still a girl. You wrestle back the pink folds of your body. Cuss God for holding the woman in you for ransom. You beg for the blood. You want it. Rushing, shiny, thick, and lush like your hair. Enough to uppercut yourself in the tum. Blood enough to inspire envy. You want it lava hot and licorice sweet. You want the boys to tell you that you smell like rusting quarters. Rumor has it that a girl's first blood is chocolate. You want it enough to chew big red when chomping on Cocoa Puffs and Pop Rocks. You want blood enough to make friends with the witches among ordinary women. You run relays to the store for these hussies. They drink ice-cold Pepsi without staining their laundry, always hanging their rusty drawers dashed between the sheets. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter, And find us on Instagram and Twitter at Slowdown Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.